0: Greetings EMDR colleagues and friends, Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant in my office in San Jose, California, where I offer only EMDR intensives and EMDR consultation for my community. And today I want to talk about attachment. And I want to talk about intentional attachment and intentional detachment. So I'm about to hop into the Practice Design Lab, which is my live office hours Q&A for anyone who has purchased any of my uh, practice building kits. So the intensive design kit, the consultation kit, um, the practice design kit, um, the passive income kit, which is coming out. So any kit you bought, you have a private invitation to come into the lab and keep the conversation going been really helpful for people to, like, implement uh, some of the ideas from the kits and, and just get that support and encouragement people need to do the thing. And a lot of the questions that people submitted for the Practice Design Lab today were about this very theme around EMDR intensives, right? How do I attach and detach intentionally with intensive clients it's, it's a little um, different, isn't it, to go from a weekly session model where you are the primary therapist, you have somebody who is attached to you every week, it's secure. Um, all of that feels very normal to the clinician and to the client. And I think it's understandable that we would get a little bit nervous or unsure when we have somebody come and work with us just for a short period of time. And maybe they come back to work with us, maybe not. Maybe it's unclear about how attached they remain to us versus how detached. And so I'm excited to talk about all of that uh, today in the Practice Design Lab um, around intensives. But I wanted to come on here and just drop this, this thought into the group because I think it's really important right now because a lot of us work with complex trauma i mean i would say most of us do relational trauma so attachment is is king like attachment is everything it's something we always have to think about and nothing has invited me more than having kids (laughs) to think about attachment um not just am i building a secure attachment with my twins but how do i intentionally Structure, design attachment experiences for us. And when we transition, right? How do I make a smooth attachment and detachment process? So, my kids are only five. I'm well aware I have much to learn about parenting. Y'all know one day my girls are going to be teenagers. (laughs) It's going to be a whole nother podcast when that happens in 10 years. But for today, I want to share what I've been noticing because I believe it will be helpful for you in your clinical work, whether you're offering EMDR intensives, whether you're working intensively with clients in longer sessions, or if you're still doing weekly sessions, right? So I noticed with my kids that they attach to me, right, and their dad as babies, And then we all learned in graduate school about these transitional objects, right? So they have all their lovies that they attach to and these relationships with them as a way to attach to something other than mom or dad. And all of that is normal and healthy and wonderful. And I'm very, very aware that when I ever leave my kids with a babysitter or when I ever go to work, right? Whenever I am detaching from my kids, I am always intentionally attaching them to something. Makes sense, doesn't it? Right? It can be to another person. It can be to an activity. It can be to music. (laughs) I play a lot of music in transitions because it creates like an energy. So... Thinking about this with our clients, how do you attach at the beginning of session? How do you intentionally detach? And when you detach from your clients, what are you attaching them to? I don't care if you're doing a weekly session model, I don't care if you're doing an uh, intensive model, but we need to intentionally attach clients to something as we're detaching, okay? especially complex trauma, especially relational trauma clients. And this is not something that I think about in my head and don't talk to my clients about, okay? I mean, obviously with my kids, I'm not gonna sit them down and explain attachment (laughs) because they're five. But I respect my clients as adults and I'm very clear with them and I say we're working on complex trauma, relational trauma, we're working on attachment and what that has looked like before then, and what it can look like now. And so I tell them, I want you to know that as we are attaching in session, and then detaching, I want us to partner together to think about what are you going to attach to when we detach until next time. Okay? Now, if you're an adjunct intensive therapist, they might be attaching back to their primary, right? If you are a weekly EMDR clinician, it might be attaching to a person in their home, a TV show they're going to watch that night, an activity they're going to do, something that gives them a place of feeling anchored, right? A place of feeling attached. And we do this, right? When we have an incomplete session, which is honestly most sessions, when we have an incomplete target, and everything's like opened up, right? We oftentimes, I'll give my clients a choice and say, this is all kind of opened up. You know, I'm going to contain your body enough until next time. Is there a resource that you want to attach to right now to call in to be with you as we're detaching from this this work, this target? And I want to suggest that, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been hearing this as well. I have so many clients, so many healthcare workers who are not sleeping as these surges come and go, right? So their lack of sleep is essentially correlated with surge up, right? As things plateau, their sleep gets better, which makes sense, right? There's a lot of anxiety and stress for them at work. So we've been really intentionally thinking about how they attach when they go home, right? When, when they detach from work, right? What are they attaching to? Because you'll hear this. You'll hear a lot of clients say, well, I'm, I want to leave work at work. (laughs) There's, there's no one right now more than therapists and, you know, physicians and nurses that need to leave work at work right now. Okay. So it's not enough to just detach. Because think about this. We have so many clients who have um, abandonment trauma, neglect trauma, like they were just attached to nothing. And that feeling, is so horrible. Okay. So we want to think about what they're attaching to. And for those clients who cannot sleep, I oftentimes will ask them who is putting you to bed at night? Who's putting you to bed? my clients oftentimes will look at me and they're like, what are you talking about? I put myself to bed. I'm an adult, <laughs> right? Or sometimes my partner's there or sometimes they're, you know, in the garage or watching a show. That's not what I'm talking about. Who is putting you to bed, right? I put my kids to bed last night. It happened to be a fantastic bedtime. Mommy was singing songs and making fart noises and I was like, asking them what stories they wanted me to sing about. So they get to pick the characters and they get to pick the place. And then I make up a story and there's a villain and it's a collaborative story, right? With song. And this is a transition that's intentional to get them to attach to something to anchor in and settle. Okay. They have their lovies. I mean, this whole bedtime was like an attachment celebration party, and it went great, okay? Sometimes my bedtimes, y'all, are a freaking nightmare, and I go and I cry, right? Because that's what being a parent of twins is. But last night was a freaking success. <laughs> and I was thinking about what were the variables that made that successful? And it was because I had capacity last night, somehow I found it in me, to create all sorts of attachment places as I was detaching from them to go to sleep and go in my room. So your adult clients, who is putting them to bed, right? A lot of my healthcare workers, y'all, are like in their heads, just like looping and like playing back the day and like criticizing and wondering what they could have done better and like feeling, I don't think anyone's putting them to bed. I think they're just kind of left to just be with this chaos in their minds, which is not wrong. It's not wrong, but it's not helping them sleep. So I ask my clients, I say, who do you wish could put you to bed? Who do you know who could put you to bed? And you are just, (sighs) everything's okay right now. I can settle, I can anchor, I can detach from the day and attach to this for now, knowing that I gotta wake up in the morning and do it all over again, which quite honestly feels pretty dreadful. So I've had some of my clients create figures you know, a la Laurel, uh, Laurel Parnell, and have their figures put them to bed. I've had to do parts work around this with the clients, y'all, where they have a part with them at, at bedtime that's like, you know, replaying the day and like preparing them for tomorrow, and it's like, da, 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 right? So this, so this is the part that's putting them to, get, to bed, this often like anxious attachment figure from before, right, or when they've created. And I ask them, okay, that's who's putting you to bed now. What do you want bedtime to look like? Who do you want to put you to bed instead? So we do some parts work around what they want that to look like, okay? Now we can call this resourcing. We can call this therapy. We can call this whatever we want. I don't care what you call it. (laughs) But if you have clients who have transition times, whether it's going from wake to sleep, right, or getting from the car into the hospital, or you know, whatever that that attach and detach space is for them. I want you to think about being intentional and then transparent, like say it out loud to them. Who do you wanna put you to bed? Who's gonna help you detach from your car and get you into work? Who can walk you there, right? And sometimes it's not a who, sometimes it's a song. Sometimes it's a song, right? I play Hawaiian music in the morning because I'm like I can pretend I'm in Hawaii and getting ready for work, right? Kind of kind of get into the the energy of that. That can kind of help move my body into the office to go see clients if it feels hard that day, right? So who or what are you going to attach to to help you get to the thing? All right? This intentional attachment and detachment we can use with intensives, we can use with clients, they can use by themselves. Right. And just for your clients to know that they can do this is so powerful. It gives them so much agency, right? To go from, I didn't realize that I was being put to bed by this like anxious daily reviewer (laughs) or this like doomsday preparer for tomorrow. That sucks. I don't want to be put to bed by that person right? Just like when I drop my kids off at school and we're detaching, I'm not going to say, okay, did we get your lunch? Okay, when I pick you up, like that doesn't feel good for any attachment as we know with our clients. Okay. So having intentional attachment, just in the way you hold yourself, there's so many beautiful places to have intentionally structured attachment and detachment. Okay. So I would love for you to experiment with this. It's not going to hurt anything. Being, being creative in this way isn't going to hurt anybody. Uh, I would love for you to try this on, experiment, talk to your clients about the experiment so they can see it with you. They can create it with you, right? And then if you have a really cool win, I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear about it. So you're always welcome to email me, cambria at cambriaevans.com. And let me know if any of these tips are feeling helpful and you had like a really cool magic golden moment in your practice, or even just personally, maybe with your own kids I would love to hear. So with that being said, y'all keep up the good work. And uh, hopefully this is still feeling fun for you. I know it's been a long, long haul. And um, until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and rooting for your success.